0: I'm Kay Janes, and this is the podcast where we talk about your adult child and how to raise them so you don't have to raise your grandkids. Check us out at allgrownup.com or on Instagram at youradultchild. All right, good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Kay Janes, and happy to be here with Shauna Watson to have another podcast this morning. And um, one thing we want to do right to start off is to just say thank you to all the people that are listening and then sharing it with other people. We've we have done well with our listens and how many people have taken advantage of the podcast. I've been getting phone calls from actually in different places in the country now people asking questions. We want those to continue. So if you have any thoughts or comments, um, anything you'd like us to talk about, please reach out to us. And also please share the podcast with anybody you feel like it would help. Um, Surprisingly, I had a young adult male who's now starting a job as a teacher say he's listening to the podcast and it's helping him in his how to interact with his students because he's teaching um, teenagers. So that's been kind of fun. Yeah, so you never know. Um, Our topic this morning is one, it's kind of a combination of two. Shauna has been in situations where she's been able to ask young adults um, questions or let them ask questions. And one of the common ones that came up was, how do I increase my confidence or how do I gain confidence? It's a great question, it's an important question. So we're gonna spend some time on that. How do I help someone else that's struggling with their confidence? Particularly if I have a child, a young adult child who's in that space. I talked to a young man yesterday, he's in his mid-20s, he's about done with school, he's almost engaged, and he's feeling pretty nervous, pretty, he wasn't feeling very confident. So, I think this is a relevant topic for today. So, anything right off the top of your head as we jump into this, Shauna?
1: Well, just as you were talking, what popped in my mind is, so often we think, if our kids have lots of achievements, and we've talked about achievements in the past, but we think that then, therefore, they should have confidence, and it's not what
0: confidence is based upon it's not man the when you say that though it's super hard because when we do when we accomplish something and somebody says good job it feels good therefore oh confidence right mm-hmm. that's that's why that's hard that might be a great way to start into this first of all what actually creates confidence in a person and are there different types right because when you say achievements are not the source of confidence I agree with the right kind of confidence, the confidence that gets you to be able to do hard things. But there is definitely a type of confidence that comes when you achieve things and people say, good job. That is true. So what do you think the definition is of the deeper confidence, the one where doubts kicks in and people aren't being approved, you know, aren't approving of what you're doing and yet you still know that you matter?
1: Yeah, you still know your matter. Yeah. Somehow you're going to figure it out. It's kind of this deeper... It's so true. It's a very, It's rooted much deeper. I would always explain it to my clients because so many of them think, oh no, either you're a person who has confidence or you're not. But it's something that can be developed, yeah. you know? And so it is... I would explain it this way to them. A confident person is somebody that can fall down a thousand times and they're still going to get up. It's A, a confident person is somebody who can feel every emotion, So they can feel like a failure. They can feel some rejection and they're able to, it doesn't define them. It doesn't completely make them want to go hide. It doesn't, they can get back up. It's like that resilience piece where you can bounce back. I think a lot of times they think confident people don't feel fear or don't feel any of that stuff. They just always go do the things, but it's people that are confident can fail over and over again and they just get good at it. And I would say they trust themselves. Yeah. Because they have developed the trust to um, do what they say they're going to do.
0: Yeah, and, and they've also learned to trust God because confident people. One of the main factors I've ever that I've seen a confident person usually. Well, you know what I wanted to ask earlier. I think this is time for which of all the capacities that we could have would create the most confidence.
1: Which of the capacities? Yeah, all
0: the different capacities that a human being can have. Which Because capacity equals confidence. Right. Right. Um, Like when you know you can do something because you're capable of doing mm -hmm. it, you're confident in doing that thing.
1: I don't know if I'm going to answer this right, but trust is one for me. I don't know. What's the answer?
0: (laughs) Well, I think that's a big part of it. Um, The one I've seen to be the most useful is... I know, even if I don't know how to do something, I can figure it out.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. Like,
0: if you have that capacity, where I can do hard things that I don't know how to do right now, but I can figure it out. Uh, that and think about why that would make so much confidence in a person. Because now it really doesn't. You don't need to know all the answers when you step into a situation. You know, and when you do get in the situation, when you believe that you're going to learn, you usually will learn. That's the, and you can figure things out, right? Yes. Yeah. I'd add this too. Honestly, the, I think the real capacity that creates the most confidence is the ability to love other people that are hard to love, right? Because think of the opposite of confidence, And where do most people feel the opposite of confidence? What's it in relation to? It's usually in relation to themselves. They don't feel super confident about who they are. And they feel that very often when it comes to thinking about other people. Right. Yeah. Because if I'm by myself in the world and I have no comparison, like confidence, you know, i depending on the situation. But a lot of confidence gets knocked down through comparison. I guess is the problem. So when other people are involved and we're comparing and your young adult child, probably all through their adolescence, because they've had access to social media comparison and competition is a part of every single swipe. And those two things really ruin confidence because, and especially in that setting, because of the comparison and the uh, competition is being, it's not even it's being done in a virtual space, and when it's done in a virtual space, it's unrealistic. It's The measurables are off, and it really knocks a kid down pretty fast.
1: Yeah, and I think even we as adults don't have a really clean, um, I don't know if definition is the right word. We confuse arrogance and confidence. Yeah. So what is the difference between confidence and arrogance? Uh, arrogance is it puts one up and a one down. Right. I'm better than you. I'm better than so-and-so. And ironically, usually arrogance is based in low self-confidence. Yeah. But confidence says, I'm amazing. You're amazing. I'm not perfect. My perfectionism is not. Yeah. It's a distortion there. But when you can reach, and it makes people uncomfortable. When you reach that place of, I'm amazing. Yeah, I have a ton of weaknesses. Yes, I make a ton of mistakes. But I am a daughter of God. And you have that peace of that you... I've learned I can do hard things. I trust myself. I have my own back. All of that. And I can see your gifts and how incredible you are and you and you. And that is, it makes people, they don't really, I've noticed this over the last few years, they don't really know what to make of that. They immediately think, oh, she's, that's arrogance. That's And it's not. It feels very different. Because when I'm in that confident place of knowing my worth and knowing all of that, I can, it allows me to see the good in those around me. And it's actually more of an empowering and building up energy and feeling um and it doesn't even allow me actually to put people down because we all know that when we're putting people down it's just a projection of our own insecurities and so because i can feel people's like whoa 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 (laughs) when when a little bit of that they just it's a little foreign to them to understand oh we can it's this more abundant awareness of everybody's gifts and
0: Um, because of the feigned humility has become such a part of how we communicate right like the hmm. i can't I need to bag on myself a little bit. I need to stay humble. That's so much a part of how we communicate that it scares people when somebody does the opposite.
1: Yeah, because humility, that's not, yeah, you can be humility. You can be humility and confidence can go very well together. Uh, Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, so if you're a parent, you might be thinking, geez, I'm struggling with that myself. There's no way I can get my kid who's not doing anything and has zero confidence. I don't even know how to get my kid to that space. Well, that's where I want to, let's give some tips now on that. And here's, here's some thoughts on what we've seen that will help you start to build, have building blocks for your kid to start gaining confidence. So nothing, well, confidence comes through the opportunity to act, right? And so if you're not allowing your kid to act, and we've talked about this with boundaries, we've talked about this about um, parents enabling kids by not, you know, not letting them to do stuff, do stuff. But we all know this from the time that somebody let go of the bike while we were pedaling and we pedaled for the first time and realized it was us. That's, that's when confidence comes in. It's through the action. It's through accomplishing things on your own, especially things you're not sure you can do. And if your child is a young adult or an adolescent, some of the things that's, well, keep you from letting your kids do things. is just the fears of how they're going to get hurt. And so that, um, jumping in, rescuing all that, as many opportunities as a kid can do something, you're going to want to let them do it. And if your kid is just frozen, sadly, the things that they need to be invited to do are going to be things that are going to be really scary for them and really hard. And therefore it's going to be really hard for you as a parent to let them go through it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, By the time our kids are adolescents and adults, the things, when they're little, it's like, okay, you get on the bus by yourself, and it scares you as a parent, but that's really not that scary of a thing, because there's like three helpers on the bus to take your preschooler on there, and then they buckle them in, and it's really not that scary. But when it's your sixteen-year-old, like, hey, here's the keys to the car. Be careful tonight with your friends driving around town. Holy crap, that's way scarier, <laughs> yeah. you know. Or it's your twenty-three-year-old son who needs to be invited to go find somewhere else to live. You know, and that's really scary because I don't think he can do it. Kind of a decision. So the intensity of the difficulties of allowing your kid to try things and fail, try things and have to get back up. It gets scarier as they get older. But it's so important that they're able to do it. So important.
1: Yeah, because I'm just thinking, and you're right about, and I probably need to clarify my opening statement about it's not based on achievements. Mm -hmm. You know, because I'm thinking through my growing up. And I'm thinking, what for me, at least a big difference is because my sisters and I, this is one area my mom really did a good job. My dad, too. I always talk yeah. about my mom, <laughs> but both of my parents were just uh, very much communicated, oh, you can go figure that out. Oh, yeah. you can go do it. And and I'm thinking through, yes, do I have to practice piano two hours a day? And yes, she pushed that, but I learned I could do hard things. Yeah. So there are things through it's the action and the things that you're yeah, doing. And
0: achievements are. What it is is the achievements we're talking about that don't matter are the checkbox checkbox ones that other people can see and validate, right? It's the the achievements that are special are the inside moving forward when you're scared kind of achievements and practicing things until you figure them out. That's, That's a different animal.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I can remember even as like in high school, because I always I was extremely shy and a big nerd and it was hard for my mom to understand because I was so shy. But she kept putting me in situations, they, I can't even tell you how painful they were for me. Like yeah. I thought I was going, my skin was like going to erupt and turn inside yeah. out and all the things because just to have a conversation with somebody or to raise my hand in class, even as, an, now I can do it easier. But it's taken 40 years. <laughs> But she kept putting me in uncomfortable situations over yeah. and over. And not like, some of them were, I think, were intentional. But some of them, I think what we do as a parent's like, Oh, she's shy.
0: Yeah. Right?
1: No, she did not do that. We protect our kids. Oh, she's shy. We Kind of bubble them up a yeah. little bit. Instead, she'd be like, oh, talk to them. Oh, yeah. look in their eyes. And I, you know, and, and different things. And I was just thinking about how um, when I was... I was a really good piano player, right? Mm-hmm. And I was going to try out for jazz band at high school up in Salt Lake. That had a very, very good uh, jazz band. And I was like, I'm not going in. I'm just going to walk away. But she happened to be there for whatever reason. My mom didn't usually come to stuff like that. And she's like, no, you're not. <laughs> Sometimes you do have to step in. Because yeah. I was pretty confident. Same thing with soccer. I wa- I'm i like, I want to play soccer. I think I would have been really good. And I I got up, went to the tryouts with my friend, and then got to the tryouts and then just kept walking. Yeah, They, they kept everybody. I would have been on the team. <laughs> but it was such a good lesson for me in other ways. They but
0: kept I, everybody.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would be the case now. But I can just think of different moments. But I think the biggest thing is that she didn't protect me from the hard situations. And sometimes she even intentionally Planned them.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that willingness to live, that willingness to be uncomfortable on behalf of your kids' discomfort is a superpower as a parent, and one that you have to have in order for them to do things.
1: Yeah, and she was embarrassed. She's told me she was very. I could. She was embarrassed by my shyness because she was such yeah. a social butterfly. Yeah, I was kind of. I was awkward, and it was embarrassing for her. But she was able to just. I don't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Let it happen. Well, I. I know this is a hard ask for anyone to try and help someone else increase their confidence. We talked about how that's like trying to increase someone else's faith. And in both of these scenarios of faith and confidence, you can't just infuse that in someone else. You have to invite effectively for um, them to act like we've been talking about. So any scenario where you can get your um, child to act and do things and and sometimes what you have to do is you have to make them a little bit uncomfortable yourself by taking away some of the things that they're hiding in, right? Absolutely. You know, Phones, TVs, um, certain activities, things that you might be providing for them that they're able to just escape into and get away from everything. That's where it's time to be really aware of what we need to do to let them just go figure it out and do it.
1: And I think finding this is where some more intentionality can come. If you can get them to serve, that's going to help them increase yeah. their confidence. Hey, and sometimes it, they're not going to want to, but let's organize. I can think of different top things that either we've done in my family or friends have done. Let's, the food bank's out of money. Yeah, They're out of food, I mean. So let's go do a food drive yeah. or just different things to get them...
0: It gets back to work, serve, play when it comes to interactions with other people if you can remember those and give your kids opportunity to do those. they. Uh, I had something else come to my mind when you're saying that, but it just left. So it must not have been that important. Oh, but no, that's good. Yeah, service definitely gives someone because again, confidence is a lot. Love produces confidence. Right? Selfishness creates the opposite of confidence like you're talking about. It creates insecurities and fears and Access and will influence us to act the wrong way.
1: And not being afraid, because I think we vacillate as parents to wanting to we want everyone else to think really good things about our kids. Yeah. But then sometimes and maybe I'm the only parent that's this way, but I'm really quick to see the negative in them as well and point that out to them. Mm -hmm. And so I can read I know when we were younger and even when we were older there were times, because my mom was pretty strict in a lot of ways, and there were a lot, of, I mean, she didn't, if we didn't do a good job at something, she didn't, even now.
0: You have to redo like, it. Mom,
1: say something nice about what we just did. Yeah. You know, it was like, she's not going to sugarcoat it. She's going to tell us the truth. At the same time, she, when we'd be going to bed at night, there would be times, and this wasn't all the time, it was just occasionally, but I can specifically remember how I felt. But she would come in, and she would just lay in the bed next to us. And she would just, like, whisper in a soft tone all of these incredible things about us. And they were true.
0: Yeah. I wasn't making them up.
1: Yes. And they and I remember they would just kind of marinate deep into my, oh, my mom must believe this. Okay. And yeah. it was just somebody has to tell you these things. The kids want to know the truth. They can spot fake and and stuff like that right off the bat. But they need to be told and reminded because the world is so constantly telling them they're not good enough yeah. over and over and over again. So for what that's worth, I think it's just a good reminder.
0: That might be the perfect combination to end is tell your kids the truth about their capacities and their abilities to do things and then make sure you let them do it. Yeah. Because one thing I was thinking yes. is, that's is so I've good. seen I've seen parents make their kids kind of weak by telling them good things but then not living in a way that proves they believe what they just said about their kid. Does that make sense? I believe you can do it, but if it doesn't look like you can, I'm going to step in and save you. That's a counter. It doesn't work. So, yeah, that's a great combination of tell your kids how capable they are, how much they matter, and the strengths that they have, and then let them use those things. Let them act.
1: Share all that, believe in it, and then step back. That's right. And not overpraising. You and I, well, our kids... Our kids, I remember un- reading parenting. Yeah, yeah it's over- just
0: under us that it started.
1: Yes, that over-praising constantly yeah. actually hurts self-confidence. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Well, good thoughts today. Thank you so much. And again, if any of this is serving you or would help anyone else, please share with them the podcast. Remember, you can reach out to us at, at admissions at allgrownup.com or our phone number 435-868-8391. If you want to know more about our other programs or with our therapeutic housing and other services that we provide, um, we've received kids from all over the country and we're getting phone calls from parents all the time looking for a space where if your kid is just really stuck and you're not sure what else to do and you would like them to have this chance to come and learn and grow and be on their own but be supported through all the things they have, we have a, we have spaces here. where We're helping that happen. So until next time, keep going and. And remember, the only time we fail is if we just quit trying.